I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psychax Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is how to bring sex back into a relationship. So I consult with guys from all walks of life and from all over the world. We talk about many, many issues. But one of the most frequent topics of discussion, one of the main reasons why men reach out to me is to help resolve their sexless marriages. Let me tell you, the number of sexless marriages that exist in this world today do not make me very optimistic about that institution. It's extremely difficult to keep sex alive in a marriage because, among other things, marriage, in its striving for safety and security, intentionally removes many of the elements of passion that naturally kindle desire. I talk about this more in my episode, Why Marriage Kills Sex, and I also provide some unconventional advice on how to approach a solution. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to rekindle sex in a sexless relationship. And this advice is specifically for men. It's usually the case in a sexless relationship that it's the man who has the desire and the woman who is either rebuffing his advances or giving him excuses. It can happen the other way around, but that's less common, and that requires a different suite of solutions. So this advice is for men who are the frustrated party in sexless relationships. To begin with, men, you have to understand that male and female sexuality are extremely different from each other. In fact, God is probably laughing at us all from beyond the clouds because we're about as different as we could possibly be in this regard, and yet we need to find a way to work that out in order to get together. For instance, to a woman, sex is like the fruit of a tree. You have to plant the seed, and then it grows into a sapling, and then it leaves, and then it flowers, and then it fruits. Sex with a woman is generally the product of a lot of effort and cultivation. On the other hand, to a man, sex is the seed. It initiates everything else. It's the motive force that compels them to erupt out of themselves and move out into the world. Sex is kind of the end of a process for a woman and the beginning of a process for a man. This is because women tend to give sex to men that they like, whereas men only really feel liked when they get sex. I mean, I could go on and on about all of the little ironies that exist between men and women's uh, attitudes around sex. The point is that if you're a man in a sexless relationship, you have to appreciate that you're dealing with a different kind of animal, which is female sexuality. One of the perennial complaints you hear from women in this department is that men just want to go straight to intercourse. Women love foreplay. A lot of them need foreplay in order to get in the mood. And I don't just mean physical stimulation, though that can obviously help. They want to talk and connect and cuddle and feel heard and feel cared for. And then they want to build up to penetration with kissing and touching and stroking, etc. I mean, it can take a lot of fucking work just to get women to the point where they are receptive to sex. And the bad news is that that's how it's going to be for a lot of them. However, the good news is that foreplay is more than just fumbling around immediately before intercourse. In fact, if you do it right, a lot of foreplay occurs outside the bedroom and hours before the sexual encounter. This means that if you put in a little effort throughout the day, 
your woman should be much more open and receptive to having sex when you're ready to have it at the end of the night. However, just like my tree analogy, you have to plant the seed well in advance of when you want to pluck the fruit. This requires some discipline and patience in the beginning, but once you get in the rhythm of things, you can functionally eat whenever you want. Now, before I go any further, if you're liking what you're hearing, please consider sending this episode to someone who might benefit from its message, because it's word of mouth referrals like this that really help to make the channel grow. You may also consider hitting the thanks button and tipping me in proportion to the value you feel you've derived from this message. I don't do product placements or corporate sponsorships, so I really do rely on your support to keep everything going. I thank you very much. Now, to understand how this process works, you have to appreciate the core principle at the heart of most seduction techniques, namely tension and release. First, you build the tension, and then you offer an opportunity to release the tension. Just like food is most enjoyable to eat when you're hungry, sex is most enjoyable when it's a release of sexual tension. Without tension, there is one fewer reason for sex to happen, because why would you need a release if you have no tension to let go of? And as the guy who's trying to kickstart his sexual relationship, it's your job to cultivate this tension between you and your woman. Now, you have to begin where you're at. It pains me to say, but some men are in such a bad situation that their women like wince and draw back whenever they so much as try to touch them. If this is you, it's going to take some time, but it's still possible to turn this ship around. Now, one of the reasons why your woman draws back from you is because your touch isn't really a touch. It's a question. And the question is, can we have sex now? And it's probably a soft, tentative question because you're expecting to be rejected, which of course makes it even easier to reject you. However, what you have to understand is that your woman probably isn't withdrawing from your touch as much as she's saying no to this implied question. And she's saying no to the implied question because she's not in the mood at that exact moment. Now, I feel for you guys. It is just a kick in the teeth when your wife, the one person on this entire planet with whom you are morally sanctioned to have sex with, the person for whom you made a solemn oath before God to forego all others, and the person who likely has benefited a great deal from your sacrifices over the years for her well-being, rejects you sexually. I get you. And I'm here to empower you by helping you understand your responsibility in this dynamic. And your responsibility lies in the fact that you have trained your woman to associate your touch with this question. This association is your enemy. It's working against you, and it will continue to work against you as long as it is active. To solve this problem, you have to disassociate your touch, your attention, your tension from this question. And just like in classical conditioning, you do this by presenting the conditioned stimulus without the unconditioned stimulus with sufficient repetition. This means that you're going to give up on sex for the time being. You weren't getting it anyway, right? Don't ask. Not explicitly with your words, not implicitly with your actions. And let your touch just be your touch and your attention just be your attention. 
for now. Once you begin to decouple these things from a bid for intercourse, you can then begin to cultivate tension in your relationship in small ways throughout the day. This could look like coming up behind her and giving her a really tight hug and then moving on like nothing happened or smacking her butt when you're walking past her and just continuing on or getting in close and making direct open eye contact and opening your mouth a little and then breaking things off and moving on with your day. Whatever you choose to do, the idea here is to create moments of physical stimulation or emotional tension that are not associated with a bid for intimacy. You're not going to move forward with having sex. You're just going to connect. You're going to share this moment of stimulation, this moment of tension, and then you're going to break it off. Got it? Now, it can take a while to get this up to speed, depending on how long the sexual dimension of your relationship has lain dormant. However, what you eventually want is for your woman to be in a kind of low-grade arousal at all times. If you've primed the engine, you can take a ride whenever you want. Because the accumulated tension has made her a little squirmy, you're much less likely to be rebuffed, you're much less likely to be rejected when you eventually make the bid to go for full intercourse. You've cultivated a tension and now there's a necessity for it to be released, understand? And as the man, it's your responsibility to do this. Just like in the courtship stage of a relationship, it was your responsibility to confidently lead the interaction in the direction of a sexual encounter, like there are few women who are going to take the lead in that respect, it is now your responsibility to keep the sexual fire ablaze in your committed relationship. And I'm not going to lie, this can be very difficult, especially given the fact that this issue apparently doesn't bother women nearly as much as it seems to bother men. However, if you could do it then, you can do it now. Good luck out there, soldiers. What do you think? Does this fit with your own experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like the priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. As always, thank you for listening.